Welcome to the Real Estate Trainer Podcast with your host, Brian Eisenhower. This podcast is brought to you by Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. ICC provides customized and structured coaching and training programs for real estate agents and team leaders, representing many of the top producing agents in North America. ICC also offers broker and owner consulting on agents recruiting, training, and retention. For more info, visit EisenhowerCoaching.com or find us on Facebook. This, in my opinion, is the most important content that you can use to touch people in your sphere of influence. The concept of an annual property analysis. It's called a few things. I mean, you'll hear it called an annual property analysis. I call it an APA, I just shortened it. A lot of people traditionally call them annual reviews. Believe it or not, this is something that's been in practice for 30, 40 years. It's just so much easier and better to do now. You know, with the new digital age, it makes it so much easier and more effective. And quite frankly, there's never been a better real estate market to do it than a low inventory market with home prices increasing. It makes it extremely compelling. Um, So I can tell you right now that this, in my opinion, is the most important content that you can use to touch people in your sphere of influence. This is the most crucial aspect, okay? In my opinion, you must do this. If you coach with one of my coaches, this is the thing they're pushing the most. We have got to do an annual property assessment, an APA, with the key members of our SOI database, okay? And I'm gonna explain the key members. Don't worry, I'm getting there. Because that that leaves a little bit of decision-making, which is always scary. Because you know, like I always say, that this is crazy town and you're the mayor. So when you have to start making managerial and mayoral decisions for your crazy town, it's amazing the type of legislation you come up with. (laughs) So with that being said, but you are going to have to make some choices on that. Um, So we're going to talk about it. But I think it's the most powerful. And and, and I'll kind of explain why, you know, We all know that throughout the year, we're gonna have an annual database contact plan. We've talked about that. Where we're gonna contact the people in our SOI throughout the year. And I like to say, if we count social media, 100 contacts a year, okay? If we count our social media posts, okay? Uh, Stories, things like that. And so we're gonna do that diversified, emails, mailers, text messages, phone calls, drop bys, client event contact plans, social media posts, direct messages, social media stories, all those types of things, okay? So through all of this stuff, the one little touch of that 100 that's the most important are the touches around the APA because that is the one most real estate relevant bit of content that you're gonna provide. For example, well, there's two types of content, real estate content and non-real estate content. Like you send them a calendar magnet. That's nice. Do I like it? Sure. Everybody likes a free magnet or a notepad with your face on it. That's fine too. I'm okay with that. That's a good thing. It's coming from contribution. It's adding value. Is it as powerful as an APA? No, it's not. It's not real estate relevant. It's a free notepad that hopefully gets some mind share. Makes sense? So real important, not all touches have the same weight. An APA has the most weight. Because not only does it really give them knowledge, it's real estate relevant knowledge. 
it actually tells them that you're the expert and it gives them something useful with relation to what you do for a living. So let's talk about what it is we do. In, in a nutshell, it's like an annual checkup, okay? Like you go to the doctor each year, get a physical, or you're supposed to. The doctor gives you a checkup. Nothing's, nothing's particularly wrong, but we're gonna go do some preventative work so we can catch something before it gets too bad. Guys get their prostates checked when they get old enough. Women get mammograms when they get old enough. We all should be getting physicals. Nothing's wrong, we're still going to our professional, right? We should be going to our accountant at the end of every year. If we're in real estate, we should be meeting with our accountant probably in early November, late October, not to prepare for our tax filings. That's too late. That's when the year's already over. It's too late for last year. There's nothing you can do about it now. Had you gone to your accountant in October, you might've learned that you needed to prepay a lot of expenses for the next year to offset your income. So you pay your entire year's marketing in advance so you don't have to pay as many taxes for last year's returns. Or maybe that's the good year to buy a new car to offset your profit. You can still do something about it if you go to your accountant in a preventative nature. If you just go to your accountant to prepare last year's returns, you know, you're you're at the mercy of the accounting gods. You're just going in there and they're gonna tell you, here's what you owe, nothing you can do about it. It's too late, make sense? So that's why we go for an annual checkup while we can still do something ahead of time. Realtors should be doing the same thing, not just waiting till they need to sell or they need to buy. We should be doing checkups so they start making smart decisions with what often is their biggest asset, okay? And it just in cements in their mind that you're the expert because you're calling not to give them a calendar magnet, not to invite them to a client event that's fun, that's good stuff, and that's important stuff, and I like that stuff, but it doesn't have the same impact of you advising them on their real estate needs. Remember how we talk about, or I always talk about washing windows. You're in downtown Los Angeles, you're stopped at a stoplight, some homeless guy walks up to your window and starts cleaning it without your permission. Then when he's done, he stares at you. And there's that weird, awkward social guilt where he's done work for you. Even though you didn't ask for it, you feel the need or, or a slight tinge to pay him a little bit more than had he just stared, sat on the side of the road and held a sign up. That guy hasn't done any work for you. So you don't, you don't feel guilt there. But when the dude tries to clean your windows and actually cleans it, you kind of feel weird. He knows what he's doing. He's, he's washing your windows ahead of time to increase the likelihood he's gonna get business from you. That's what an APA is. You guys do it every time you take a listing. They say, hey, you know, what would my house sell for? Well, cool, we're not ready yet. We're gonna think about it over the summer. And then you're like, well, hey, I mean, since you're gonna make these repairs, you want me to get my, my uh, contractors out here and start doing some work for you? Start washing your windows? Because seriously, if all my contracts are out here or my stagers out here or my photographers out here, you're not really gonna list with somebody else or you'd feel like a total jerk. So I'm gonna apply that business professional slash social guilt and start washing your windows ahead of time. And that's the same idea here. If you do an APA with someone and you give them an annual checkup on how much their real estate's worth and the market and why, the likelihood that they're not gonna use you to buy or sell real estate next goes down tremendously because you're the person that's been advising them on real estate, right? So what's going to happen here, the benefits from this is you're going to demonstrate your expertise to them as the trusted real estate agent 
in their life. The one that reaches out proactively and does this. And they, they all probably know a few real estate agents, but you're the one person that does this, that gets this intimate, that knows their house, that knows the value of it. You're gonna demonstrate you know the neighborhood. You're gonna apply that social slash professional guilt that we just talked about. You know what I mean? Once you've done this, it's kind of hard for them to use somebody else. Especially if you keep doing it with all your top clients year after year after year. It's kind of hard to use somebody else. It's just a way to kind of retain your clients to ensure they use you, okay? You're gonna be able to make contacts around this too. Reminding, inviting in your annual database contact plan. So you're gonna be able to make some contacts, including the actual analysis that's hopefully face-to-face -face via Zoom or in person, however you prefer it. You're gonna make some contacts there. So that's important too. You're gonna to add value too. They're gonna to know how much their home's worth. And it's one thing to be out there floating around, hearing about how hot the market is, even maybe seeing what some houses sell for in the neighborhood. I mean, then they usually know what they go up for sale for. They don't know what they ultimately sell for. But when you sit down and tell them that their home prices have increased so much that they actually might have hundreds of thousands of dollars of equity in their home and they get what is effectively from you a broker's price opinion, which is just as good as appraisal to most people, all of a sudden they know they have this cash. And that's when you can start saying things. Yeah, I mean, we're seeing this all the time right now. I mean, this is why the market's so hot. I mean, you literally could sell that house, buy another one, put a lot more down, so much so that you get your dream house, it's a lot more expensive and actually reduce your monthly mortgage payments. I mean, you start having those conversations on the daily, you start getting some transactions. And all I'm doing is informing people of this and hopefully helping them by getting people to invest more of their money in real estate, which is always a smart idea, right? So just because people move up and buy more expensive real estate, or maybe they buy a rental or a vacation home or, a, you know, Airbnb or, a, you know, whatever, or a replacement property that's more of a luxury property than they have now, whatever it is, Eventually, that's going to go up in value. The more real estate they own, whether it's just a bigger house or multiple houses or stuff, the more their net worth is going to go. And that's always been true in history. So we want to show them that so they don't have to feel frivolous. I'm not telling them to buy a boat. I'm not telling them to buy a fancy car, things that depreciate and go down in value. I'm actually telling them to talk about things that have always historically gone up over any sustained period of time. And I'm just making them aware they can do it. So you start having those conversations. They thank you because you just, you just, updated their budget. You just updated their balance sheet. They now know how much their biggest asset's worth and how much equity they have in it. And they also know, hey, I have the freedom to invest and spend, okay? So that's the idea. There's a lot of whys behind it. And that's why right now is so important because housing prices have been going up for a very long period of time. And because they've been going up for a very long period of time, people are just amazed how much money their house has earned them. I guess the other reason I didn't say is you're just spreading good news. I mean, this is always good news. This is saying, congratulations, you got a quarter of a million dollars in your house. Powerful stuff. It's fun to be able to deliver good news. So do it, okay? So it's for all those reasons that the APA is the absolute anchor of your SOI annual database contact plan. It's the real checkup. I mean, your doctor can give you notepads, have a client event, give you, you know, Merry Christmas cards. But the part that's the nitty gritty customer service that adds real value is when you come in for the annual physical, the checkup, the mammogram, whatever. That's the top of it. He tells you when to come in. 
If my doctor did not tell me when to come in, I would never go in for a physical. Neither would most of you, because it's not fun. You know it, they usually chase you down for a long time to get you to come in because it's best for you. Don't be a crappy doctor, be a good doctor. Chase them down, make sense? That's what a professional does. I mean, good lawyers do that too. They, they, you know, they, they know that you're in real estate. You've had them do some work. Did, you know, they, they're the ones saying, Hey, you should have put all that in an LLC. Let us do that for you. Let, you know, you should be putting all your assets in a trust so you don't get hit with inheritance tax and things like that. Let us do that. They chase you down. Does it make them money? Yes, it does. But it also protects you. That's why they're in business. That's why you're in business. So if you want to be a professional, act like one. If that makes sense. Okay. Now, as a part of your annual database, don't worry, we're going to get into the nitty gritty of what this looks like. I promise you. As part of your annual database contact plan, basically just setting one up, chasing them down, like I'm saying. You can call them. If you don't get them on the phone, you can text them. You could have been sending them emails. Once we get it set and scheduled, then we can be do reminders. And after we can, you know, we can then we can conduct it. Then after we conduct it, we can send thank you emails and, 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 and texts. And all of those over a period of time, usually around the period of about a month, equal somewhere, you know, usually around five contacts of your annual database plan. Five contacts reminding them that you provide them tangible, real estate relevant service. Wash their windows, social guilt, professional guilt, okay? Just from one single APA. So we try to do them annually. Do understand they take significant time. Like if you've got 300 people in your SOI database, I'm here to tell you, it's going to be hard to do an APA for all 300 in a year. Do I have people that do that? Yes, we do. But it's few and far between. There's about 250 business days in a year if you take out the weekends. And I don't ever have you doing work on weekends. Doing one APA a day is all that I ever ask of anybody because you got to spend some time trying to set them then you're going to conduct one. So could you do them with everybody? Yes. But oftentimes it's just too much because these are time consuming. These aren't just like phone calls or text messages or emails that go out automatically. This is more similar from a time commitment to an actual physical drop by because they either are going to be a physical drop by. They're going to come in the office or you're going to go to their house, which means you got to drive there. You got to sit down, you know, you got to have conversation, have some small talk then actually get into it, then they're gonna ask questions, then you gotta drive home. I mean, that's a, that's a chunk. Now, what's wonderful is the advent of, and, and, the, and the massive, you know, a silver lining of a global pandemic is it makes everybody comfortable on Zoom and video conferencing. So now it's totally appropriate because everybody knows how to do it, to text someone a link and just do it over your phone or email someone a link, you know, and you know, either way. And you can do it over your phone or do it on your desktop or whatever. And that's real comfortable people. They can just do it on the go. So, all, and you can even tell them, I don't need to see your face. You can just keep yourself, you know, keep your screen off, your video off, your camera off. So you can still have that conversation and still show them what you need to show them. Because I do think it's important to show here, not just talk on the phone. So that's where I'll say it's, you know, I'll, I'll just, I can text you a link right now, but you know, you don't, you don't need to turn your video camera on. You can just look at what I'm showing you and that's fine. So if you do that, it starts to get things a lot easier. So I am a time sensitive guy. 
I don't like to spend a lot of time on drop bys where I drop by face to face. So this whole video conferencing era makes life a lot easier and just increases the likelihood I'll do it. So I prefer that. But if you're one of those people that likes to get in there and, and really connect on a personal relationship with people and that's fun to you, then in-person drop bys are fine. Assuming the other party feels the same, <laughs> you know, you're gonna see a lot of people don't wanna take that time either, or maybe it's not safe, you know. So they want the Zoom thing, which I prefer anyway. So that's gonna be dealer's choice. Again, that's one we gotta put to the mayor of crazy town and let the mayor of crazy town decide. You're gonna do in-person or you're gonna do Zoom. In-person probably does have a higher impact, but it also takes a tremendous amount of time. Then we gotta decide, this, the second bit of legislation we have to put in front of your own crazy town mayor is who are we gonna do it with? If we're not gonna do it with all 300, you've gotta determine like with some people, they'll just go back to like anybody that bought in the year 2019 because housing prices have gone up 35% since then, let's say. Those are all really good people that should be very happy to hear how much their house is worth that bought in that year. So I could call all my past clients from them. Could be everybody, I'm, you know, all my past clients for the last five or six years. So it could just be, I call past clients. Heck, I mean, the way things have been going, you could just call people that bought a house a year ago. <laughs> it's already gone up so much, you know? So it could just be calling all my past clients. It could be calling all my strongest advocates. They don't have to necessarily be past clients. Do understand that. It doesn't have to be people that have bought a home. It does help if they're homeowners. So you probably wanna call people that are not renters but we wanna call homeowners, someone that owns real estate. Then it's just a matter of choosing the best ones to call. So then I would probably call my strongest advocates, my people I'm the most comfortable calling, my 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 immediate coworkers that are not in real estate, our best friends, our, our, our closest neighbors, uh, the people we spend the most time with, our family members, people that are big cheerleaders for me and my real estate business, people that have referred me business before. Those types of people, I refer to them as our strongest advocates. Those are great people to call. Past clients are great people to call. Again, I don't know how many of those you have. If you've been selling real estate for 20 years, past clients might be all you can handle. You know, if you're new to an area, you might not have many past clients and you might not have a lot of strongest advocates because you're new to the area. So then we just got to call everybody that we can in our SOI that we know owns a home. So it depends on the strength of your database and the amount of them that are, that are homeowners. So that's where the decision-making comes in beforehand. There's a good question Debbie put in that I wanna, I wanna She goes, do we have to call them and get all the updated home remodeling info before doing an APA? No, that's a question I would put, I would actually do in the APA, okay? And we'll talk about that in a minute. That would come up when I'm going through their pricing and I'm, I'm cause we're gonna go through a, a CMA with them, a comparative market analysis with them. And we're gonna talk about the comps and how those comps impact the value of their house if all things are equal. And what are, what are equal? It's what the condition of their home's in. So if they did a bunch of updated remodeling, you know, that might impact whether we're going to price them above or below the comps in the area. So no, you do not need to do it ahead of time. We're going to ask them about the condition of their home while we're going through the comparative market analysis, the CMA with them. Great question though. Okay. So let's talk about what, what we're going to include in the APA. Okay. What does it look like? And at its most basic form, I like to refer to it as going from macro to micro. Going from macro to micro, okay? And what I mean by that is we're gonna go from big picture to small picture, okay? 
And that's kind of the outline of the entire APA. Big picture, we because remember the point of this is to tell them what their homes were and why. Because we're assessing their real estate assets. Okay, so at the very end, we're gonna talk about their little micro home and what it's worth. That's the goal, we're gonna get to that. But we have to start with macro, which is basically the world or the country. So we're gonna look at national housing stats, tell them about the national market, right? So we show them things like, you know, you know how annual prices have increased. You guys have seen a lot of graphs from me over the years, of, you know, a chart of how housing prices have increased, Maybe even a quick news article that shows the housing prices went up however many percent last year in the country. Maybe how housing inventory is low, supply and demand are out of whack, national absorption rates, housing inventory. You can show them quarterly reports, annual reports. And then you start to zoom in from a national level. I wouldn't stay there too long, you know, just a little bit. You know, maybe just you're there for a, a real cup, couple quick minutes. If they ask questions, stay there. You've probably heard all this. They probably know this. Then you're going to zoom down into the state stuff. So now you get into your local state. Usually your state association of realtors puts out pretty good data, pretty good graphs and charts that you can use. And you just look at last year's charts and use them for the entire year you're in. Maybe at the halfway point, your state puts out some, some good charts. And usually you're going to say our state's just following the national averages here. A lot of similarities are happening, which is what usually is happening. States are just a slight microcosm of what's happening on a national level. Or if you guys are in anybody in Canada, your province. Then as we move down a little tighter, we get into your local city or town, county, township, whatever. Uh, we, we zoom down into your local area. So you might go from the United States to California. Then we're gonna show like Los Angeles area MLS stats usually your local multiple listing service, your local association of realtors has some pretty good stats that are right in your, you know, MLS software provider, you know, depending on where, you know, if you have Flex MLS or Matrix MLS or Paragon MLS or Rapatoni MLS, I don't know, there's tons of them. I don't know who you guys use. I'm sure you guys use one of those. Point of the matter is all of those provide really good up to the date, usually last month's market stats let alone last year's. So those are real easy to pull. Again, real quick on those two. So it's a quick look at, you know, a couple minutes at most on national, couple minutes down to your local state or province, then just a real cup minute or two on your, on your, you know, local city or town or county. And then we're gonna zoom in a little bit tighter into their actual little neighborhood. That's basically the, 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 the area that you would pull your comps for to do a comparative market analysis, a CMA. And now it's just like you're you're explaining pricing at a listing appointment. And here we're gonna probably spend five or 10 minutes. As you know, we, we stay as long as we can in this area. This is our this is our our wheelhouse. This is where we're talking about how what the value of their home is. This is where we deliver the most value. This is where I hope they ask the most questions because ultimately they're gonna get the best news here. It's what's their home's worth and how much equity they have in their home. And it's going to be a very congratulatory conversation. So you tell them how to think. Right. So that's when we want to tell them how much their home's worth. We're going to ask them, you know, how do you know how much you still owe on, on your mortgage? Well, congrats, man. You've got, you know, $100,000 equity in your home or something like that. And you tell them how to think. You congratulate them. Trust me. It's not cheesy. It really makes their day. And you're going to be the one that makes their day and informs them and educates them and gets them thinking. 
And I'll say, hey, man, I mean, it's up to you. A lot of my clients, I mean, they're pretty, I've, I mean, I, I'll tell this to people and they'll cry. And I'll tell them that I tell it to people and they cry. And I'll tell them, you know, oftentimes they call me back and say, I want to, I want to use that extra equity to buy rentals or buy or, or trade up and buy a bigger house and still be able to reduce my payment. You know, I've, I've had a lot of that. So these are supposed to be good news phone calls. So feel good. But I do plant those seeds by telling them what other people sometimes do. And some of those things are sell or buy more real estate. <laughs> you know, So I do plant the seeds and then tell them to celebrate. So that's the idea. Um, so when we, we start big and we move down, we use those reports. There is another report that I love to show people um, that is free to you guys that I really want to show you really quick, okay? Um, and I, I need you guys to, I just need you to give me like a minute and a half here. I'm gonna show you a quick video of a tool I don't think you know you have. So well, this is called an RPR report. And this is called Realtor Property Resource. And this is free to you. It's a real estate data platform that was designed with you and your success in mind. It's user-friendly and inviting interface, allows you to keep tabs on your market areas, conduct powerful intuitive map searches, farm for prospects, and create a variety of professional looking reports that you can send to your clients in an instant. RPR isn't a magic button that solves everything. You still have to put in the work and effort, but it is flexible, easy to learn, and provides realtors with access to data, tools, and reporting to help you find clients, impress them, and bring them to the closing table. Because your hard work should lead to success. RPR can be accessed online at narrpr.com and by app on both iOS and Android. RPR Residential covers every corner of your real estate business, from working with buyers to listing presentations and open houses. Quickly access everything from school, tax, foreclosure, and mortgage information, to demographics, mapping, flood zones, historical data, and so much more. RPR Commercial provides realtors with a central source of information to target location. Okay, I'll leave it there. So... Basically what that, so the, I'd love for you to write this down. It's narrpr.com. This is free to you with your membership to the National Association of Realtors. I'm not trying to sell you. All you need to know is your nerds number. That's your like NAR number. So find that and then you can log in, register for RPR and start using it. You'll reset your username and password. And then, I mean, this is a very valuable tool for agents. And you can actually download the app on your phone. Thank you, Veronica. You can. You can totally download the app on your phone and use it there too. Um, the, the point with it is with RPR, it, it gives you a nice little packet that you can use digitally as a PDF or you can print it. And I don't know why every agent doesn't use this with everyone all the time. I, I really don't. I mean, all my clients do. It's so free and it's so much more impressive. It should be stapled to the back of your listing presentation packet, or at least given it to people in listing presentations. You know, you talk about how when you meet with someone and they and, and you need to find a reason to follow up with them because you're you, you know they want to sell, but they haven't signed a listing agreement with you. So you're doing lead follow-up and you want to find a reason to call them. Well, drop one of these by on their porch and call them and make sure they got it, or email it to them and make sure they got it, or call them and tell them you're gonna do it for them. 
And you just keep sending it to them and sending it to them and sending it to them. Brian, can I ask you a question? Uh, sure. Yes. Um, this RPR, isn't that through, um, through our um, car? And it's through, through no, it's through the National Association of Realtors, NAR. So the United States, the National Association of Realtors. Okay. Okay. Got so it. yeah. So you just log in, you go to NAR, National Association of Realtors, NAR, RPR.com. And you just got to have your nerds number. It's your NAR number. And you log in through that. And, um, and then you can start using it anytime you want. So anytime you go on a listing or you have a listing lead, that's one of the, you know, you run the comps and, and they're going to give you comps too. And then what they give you is so much more beyond. I mean, they're going to give you for that local neighborhood, they will give you all of the possible schools you could go to, the private schools you could go to, every grade level, how many students are in each class in each day, grade level, what the average incomes are for the area. They give you so much, so much. Um, so with that being said, you know, you can pull down, you know, different income levels, different characteristics, you know, different shopping, different recreation facilities, flood zones, geographic zones, fault zones, um, all of those different things will show up for you. And it and it's all colorful and extremely professional. And when you read through that, you, the first time you read through one, you yourself will be shocked. Do one for your own house. I guarantee you, especially if you have kids, you're going to start to read through the schools and learn things about the different schools you had no idea, what their average test scores are, what percentage go to Ivy League colleges, what percentages go to different, go to four-year schools, you know, you're going to start to learn things you wish you hadn't known because it comes from contribution and it adds value. Make sense? So give that to people, it'll impress them. So it's another way to zoom down. So like in your APA, again, you're not gonna go through the whole thing with them, but you might flip through a few pages that are the coolest and say, hey, I'm gonna email this to you and flip through it at your own time. It's just something I'm gonna give to you. It's part of our customer service. It's a, it's a little report I put together for you. It's a little report I put together for you. Do you know how long it takes you to put that report together? About two seconds. You type in the address and hit reports or whatever, and it spits it out. But it looks like you put it in about three hours for them washing windows make sense at the very least you can send this report to them via email every year if you want to wimp out on this it's something that's real estate relevant and adds value so at least if you get something out of this get on rpr sign up get your reports they're awesome it's called realty property resource if you are if you do not get this for free for some reason like you're in a different country you're not a member of RPR. You can just, you can actually go to RPRs. They're a private company and sign up for this. It's relatively cheap. It just happens to be something that NAR has provided to its agents for a very, very long time. Okay. So that's the idea behind it. Okay. So I love the idea of you pulling that, adding value and showing. And it sounds, you know, some of your MLSs will let you pull it directly. Joshua was going to help with that and show you that. Um, you can log in there and get it. You can go to RPR and get it. You can do an app off your phone and get it. I'm seeing that. Lots of easy ways to get it. It's been around for a good solid 15 years. I'm not joking. It's amazing how people never even know about it. But it's one of the oldest tools out there. So valuable for lead follow-up. I mean, if you have a buyer that's interested in a house, I mean, you can send them an RPR report on the house they're thinking about getting. Just one more thing you can add value with. It's phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. So let's use the heck out of it. Okay, so how do we set this thing? 
because here's the deal. This is where, go ahead, Josh. Um, quick question. So I saw that on RPR, they offer CMAs. Um, I was using cloud CMA before. Do you recommend RPR over that? No, I, rep I recommend your, you know, you going into the MLS and doing your own CMA. Oh. But, um, but if you need a quick down and dirty one, cloud CMA is probably better. Gotcha. RPR does do another CMA and I would include it in there. And I would just tell them that, you know, there are going to be slight differences between their CMA and ours because we have full access to our local realtor database and they're just pulling off tax records, which isn't always accurate. That's what I, that's what I always say. Thank you. Yeah, they're just, that's how I do it. So yeah, they do have a CMA. It is serviceable, but it's just a tax record CMA. Not quite as refined and detailed as a MLS one. However, you will see homes that sell outside of MLS show up like FISBOs, expireds, wholesale deals. So you will see more homes that show up on that one as well too. So I would never go list a house and just use your MLS comps. You do, you guys all know that, right? I would always pull my RPR comps to make sure there aren't some off-market sales that an appraiser is going to pick up. That's why a lot of realtors list houses too low is because they, they miss off-market deals that wholesalers or just friends that sell without an agent never show an MLS. But the appraiser picks it up because the appraiser looks at tax records too. RPR is a great way to, to, to get comps run. So you want to do that. You definitely want to do that. Or people are going to start re you know relying on things like HomeBot and stuff for valuation or estimates more than you because they all run off tax records too. Thanks, Rafina, for reminding me of that, as a matter of fact. Okay, so, so that's the way it works, okay? So basically, in a nutshell, here's what I do to set this appointment, okay? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a script, and I'm gonna tell you what I do. I'm just gonna say, hey, you know, uh, you know, Luke, it's Brian Eisenhower, how's it going? Hey, I wanna just take a few minutes of your time. It's, this is something I do for all my clients as a customer service. And I wanna give you, uh, do a quick annual checkup on your house just to give you a rough idea of what it's worth. It's something I want to do every year on an annual basis, just as a, you know, ongoing customer service. So you know how your home's price and value has increased and how much equity you've got in your home every year. So do you think you can give me five quick minutes? Absolutely. That's how I do it. It's that simple. It's quick. It's clean. I'll say, great. I'm going to send you a text right now. And I send you a text. Now I don't like to talk on a phone, so I'll send them the text to my zoom link, but I'll be on a desktop because I like to be on desktop. That's just my personal preference. I, I can work better. I can use a cursor. I can share my screen easier. I'm just a desktop kind of guy. I mean, clearly this is how you always see me in front of a freaking desktop. I mean, I live in front of one. So again, personal preference. If you like to always be on your phone, go for it. It's what you like. But I feel like you have a little bit more flexibility to do a little bit more on a desktop. But most people are texting and I'll, I'll say, would you rather me email you? Well, you know, what's easier for you? You're going to be on your desktop. I just need to show you a little bit. You don't need to show me your face. I tell them that too. You don't need to show me my, your face. You could just watch my screen if you'd like, because that's a big concern to a lot of people is they don't want to be ready. They don't want to shave. They don't want to have their hair together. They don't want to present themselves. They don't want to share their screen. The majority of you that are live with me right now, you're not showing me your screen. That's the way it works. It's fine. It's the new age. Got to roll with it. So that's what we tell them. 
and we tell them it's gonna take five minutes. Is it gonna take five minutes? No, it's probably gonna take a lot more. Why? They're gonna comment, they're gonna talk, they're gonna ask questions. I might say something like a few minutes or just 10 minutes, but they're gonna ask questions, it's gonna end up being a lot longer than that, but that's on them, that's on them. So with that being said, then I'm gonna go into my macro. I'm gonna say, hey, you know, I'm gonna share my screen and start going macro to micro. I'm gonna start with the national. I'll say, hey, just a couple things to kind of get you up to speed. Here's the national picture and I'm going to run through it fast and then I'm going to zoom down and then I'm going to get all the way to the micro. The key is to get to the micro. If you've got a high D behavior, a fast moving, fast talking, driven, let's just get right to the freaking point type of person, you probably want to skip some of that. Just get down to that CMA, you know, in the, the RPR report as fast as humanly possible. That's the meat. Get to the meat. Skip the peas. Skip the rice. Get to the meat. And you'll be able to judge. If you feel like someone's got some time, you might even start off by saying, how much time do we have here today? You can just go through your whole presentation and go nice and slow. Okay. So that's kind of how I will roll through it. Now I'm going to share with you a little bit more formal script. This is the one I taught forever. And I still do. It, it works just fine. It's a little bit more formal. So I've got this shaded in the middle here and it's your call practice script. And basically, this is when we were doing in, we were trying to set in-person meetings. Um, and basically you're saying, hey, this is Brian Eisenhower, um, you know, over at ABC Real Estate. How are you today? Uh, great to hear that. I have a quick message for you. Is this, is, this, is this an okay time? And then I'll say, before we get to that, you know, how are things progressing at work? So I'll use the Ford formula, right? Um, family, occupation, recreation, dreams. Just kind of, you know, talk on a real loose level just to check in with them personally right and then and then i'm going to jump into it. okay well, great cool hey john as part of my ongoing servicing to you i try to meet with you once a year and review the value of your real estate holdings i've actually already prepared a packet of information for you and invite you to a quick five minute zoom call where i can show you the new value of your home when might be a good time for us to get together now, I, I also, and I, I'm going to give you this document, and this is going to be an editable Microsoft Word document. So you can change this around, and you might say, you know, first try to just do it right then and there on the spot if they're free. You'd be shocked how many people are just free for five minutes right now. That's going to be your best bet. Otherwise, oh. I don't think you're going anywhere. Does that make sense? So as we do that, and we shoot through it, if they say they're too busy to meet and I don't want to do this, I'll say, no problem. I know you got a lot on your plate right now. I'll at least drop this in the mail to you. I'm going to send you two things, this RPR report and my own customized valuation of your property, my broker's price opinion, which is really just your CMA, a few notes on it, right? And I'm going to send that to you. So at least you send them something if they shut you down. And more than a half of your SOI is going to shut you down. Here. And that's fine. At least you give them something tangible in writing. I would probably shut you down just to let you know, I would probably shut you down. But if you sent me an RPR report and a price opinion, I would definitely, definitely look at it. Okay. Now this whole file, I'm going to give it to you. This is called your, your which is my APA file. And it kind of talks about the goals of the APA and how we go from big picture to small picture. It's kind of an outline of what we've just talked about. As a matter of fact, who do we do it for? Here's the script we use. And then what you can do if you want to take it a step further, especially if you have a big enough area, you know, depend. And this depends on your your local market dynamics. But if you have a you know a real large 
like a zip code area that you're working within, it might be worth trying to pull some key stats like learning what the area's turnover rate is, the absorption rate, the months of inventory, the average sales price, the appreciation rate, the average market share percentage. And you can get this data all by going into your MLS. Some of it you'll be able to get in your RPR report. So you can sound very, very intelligent in your analysis by filling out this worksheet. Now, again, this gets hard if you do this for every single person's neighborhood you call. That's why I'm not, I'm telling you not to do that. I mean, you're going to be doing lots of work every single day, just preparing for this APA. And I have found that type of daunting work makes real estate agents avoid doing the work. So only do that when you know you can use that data for about a hundred people in your SOI. If you live in a tight knit community where most of your SOI is in your zip code or your area and you can pull all that for them, um, then go for it, then go for it. So you can download that from the side too. That's all editable. You can edit that script. I know the script's a little bit you know, mechanical and that's fine. And what I used was a little bit off the cuff. I'm not married to any particular script. I like the script you use. I really do. If you use it, you'll get good at it. It'll be very awkward the first five to 10 times you do this. But pretty soon you'll get comfortable with your own words. You'll massage my words one way or the other. And you'll get comfortable and modify it in a way that you're comfortable with it. Then all of a sudden what's going to happen is you're going to start to do this easily and effortlessly. And you'll start to realize this is a customer service that you provide on a regular basis. And it's real easy to set this appointment every single time. All right, let me show you something else here. What you can also do if you really wanna spruce it up is you can use my APA slideshow. This is a PowerPoint and this is all customizable. You can get in here and click on any of these and change the words, put your logo up here, put your name up here change the photos, change the colors. It's an editable PowerPoint. I just have it in slideshow mode. You can show, you know, your team, you know, maybe your, your lender, your title company, you, um, anybody that works closely with you. You can say what's, you know, it's like a table of contents for what's coming next. You can delete any slides you don't want. And it just kind of flips through. And, you know, you can put your national housing stats in here like we talked about. Um, talk about three different neighbors. Pull that from your RPR. Here's that neighborhood analysis that we did. You could put that in here. Um, market report, talk about that. We can go through and break down your market reports. And these are just reports you pull from, from MLS. Uh, all the way through, you might, you know, market your home insurance guys real quickly. Again, if you got time, you can do it. These are, and I get overly inclusive. I put a lot of slides in here because it's very easy for you to delete any of them annual maintenance checklist, child safety tips. I'm sure I would want to, you know, here's your contact information, follow us on social media. So a lot of what you're going to insert in there is going to be items that are, you know, market update reports that I talked about on a, on a macro all the way down to micro level. And then you're gonna delete a lot of these slides and use what's left. But again, I like to be all-inclusive, over-inclusive, rather than under-inclusive. Always my goal, because it's easier for you to delete stuff than it is to create new stuff, if that makes sense, okay? 
So that's your presentation packet. That's a big file. You can download that. And so an a couple of action items I want to give you guys here as I wrap this up. Action item number one, customize that PowerPoint the way you want it. And then what I would do is I, I would start by just holding one APA and do it with someone you're real comfortable with. Because the first time's the hardest. I don't want you to say, okay, I'm going to do five of these a day and I'm going to get going on this. That's very, very daunting. Okay. So it's going to take some time. Um, again, the files are kind of a big file, so it'll take a while to download onto your desktop. It will not download to an iPhone, um, but it'll be there. Trust me. So just set one with someone like a real strong advocate, a closest friend, your best friend, your sister, you know, someone that's real close. Practice setting it, practice on them like you really would, and then also practice conducting it like you really would. And then do it with another person you're real comfortable with. Then another person you're really comfortable with. Then another person you're really comfortable with. And then pretty soon you can start stretching out into just past clients you may not be comfortable with, but you know could really use this information. You might do one of these a day. You might do one of these a week. You might be two of these a week, three of these a week, but schedule it and set it. And then really work it trying to contact people for it. Email them, text them, direct message them on Facebook, Instagram. Make contacts to set it. Make contacts to thank them after you conduct it and make this a part of your annual process going forward. And that's your annual property analysis. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Trainer Podcast, sponsored by Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. For more information about real estate coaching or to watch Brian's training videos, check out therealestatetrainer.com or find us on social media. And remember, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you get the latest episodes as soon as they're available.